Good afternoon, fellow BAS fantasy football members. For those of you who might not remember my voice, this is your commissioner, Ryan Schwartz, and this is episode three of the BAS fantasy football podcast. I'm sure you all have been sitting in your houses, looking at emails, wondering, is he going to send an email regarding the playoffs? I mean, the playoffs start today. Well, I started writing an email, and I remembered why I did not like writing those emails, because it takes a good amount of time, a good amount of effort, uh, trying to consolidate some stats, and then overall just the typing aspect of it is, is, is quite frustrating. So I decided to move forward with doing a solo podcast for the playoff brackets. Um, I'm going to do my best. I have uh, a bunch of items set up here to kind of go through notes and kind of assess where we're at with the year and who's playing in the playoffs versus who's playing in the consolidation bracket. Um, I'm definitely going to go through and talk about a little bit of stats, a little bit of shit talking, all the things that we'd like to hear uh, both in my email and the two podcasts that were put out this year. Um, Very quickly before we jump into some of the details around the league this year, um, the podcast has been a challenge. Uh, I would say that I probably could have done a better job with enforcing the podcast Um, It sure sounded like everyone was listening to the podcast and enjoying the podcast. However, um, life is always a little complicated and a little fast-paced, and you only have so much downtime. And quite honestly, I'm I'm lazy at those downtimes. And to to get together with people in the league and to walk through uh, episodes and go through that detail was was, uh, challenging. So... I do want to continue doing the podcast. I think it's a really good avenue to get some of the get some of the thoughts out from from league members and and try to collaborate with the with the members a little bit better. Um, it's been a quiet year for the most part. I think uh, everyone's kind of in their uh, path of life. Um, everyone's kind of moving forward and doing um, other things. So, you know, it's uh, it's a it's a little uh, interesting to say the least, but. I would say for uh, season seven of the BAS League, um, you know, it was uh, it, it, it was mediocre at best. Uh, there were certainly some close uh, ends to the season in terms of people being positioned in the playoff brackets. Uh, certainly, uh, six and seven records or seven and six records didn't quite make it, um, and we'll talk more about that uh, soon. But. Overall, I mean, it's it's been quiet. We still have the BAS uh, group text going strong. There's some good stuff going through there uh, from time to time. Um, but, I, you know, again, I feel like this, the season is a little bit of a, a, a lackluster this year. So got to try to pick that up. Got to try to think of new ways to make the, uh, the season exciting, both from the beginning to the end and throughout. Um, I just know it's challenging because we all have uh, our own lives going on and, and work and kids and significant others and all that fun stuff. So, um, we'll continue to try to make a better effort of that. Um, including the work that we do on the podcast, um, try to make uh, some better segments and try to get people on throughout the course next year and maybe even, uh, towards the end of this year. Uh, there's a couple good weeks of items to talk about regarding the playoffs, regarding teams, uh, that I think would be kind of interesting to, 
bring everybody in and, and, and try to make something fun. I have one interesting idea that I'm hoping to execute on that should be a pretty uh, pretty fun uh, podcast idea. So uh, more to come on that. I promise I'll try to stay true to that um, item as we're going into 2019, be better on keeping some resolutions and things. So um, really what I want to say to the league and, and what I want to say to this season is I feel like we're all a bunch of passionate individuals, right? We all have um, our opinions on players. We all have our opinions on how to strategize, whether it's at the draft, uh, whether it's through the season, whether it's through waivers, picking up players, or not using your waiver dollars at all. Um, it's really good to see that type of passion coming from individuals. And, and, you know, I'm certainly always so proud of being the commissioner of this league because we are all, I think, really passionate about this league and really wanting to do uh, and have a great season every year. Um, certainly, I think some folks do that better, better than others um, in regards to actually winning games or losing games or whatever the case may be. Um, and stacking their teams and, and working through those those details. So, um, you know, starting out before I go into some of the uh, playoff brackets, um, you know, I, I really just want to thank each and every one of you for uh, being a part of this league, uh, being uh, a, a great friend, um, even though, you know, we, we all see each other so sporadically, but it's good that we still have this to kind of keep everyone uh, tied together um, and then obviously when we do get a chance to see each other it's even even better um, so I you know I just want to say I really appreciate all of you guys um, and certainly as we're mid-holiday season um, you know it's that time of the year where you start reflecting back on on, on things you did for the previous year um, things to be happy for things that you can try to do better on so you know I think personally for myself it's been an awesome year. It's been a great year on BAS. It's been a great year in my in my personal life, having uh, married my beautiful wife, um, seeing all of you guys kind of continue to grow and, and, and be able to hang out and have laughs and, you know, whether it's a text message, whether it's an email, whether it's uh, seeing someone sporadically, I think it's all a real good thing. So, you know, uh, I'll certainly wish another uh, happy holidays to everybody. Um, you know, uh, we're obviously... Mid Hanukkah, so for our fellow uh, Jewish friends out there, um, you know, Laheim and 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 hope the rest of the Hanukkah season is is, is filled with magical lights and spinning dreidels for you. Uh, I know you guys uh, really practice uh, your faith, and and I guess we can appreciate that, um, you know. But certainly, uh, enjoy that that time, enjoy the time with your family, and enjoy everything that you guys have. You know, everything that we do have. Be thankful for everything that we have uh, have going on because life is stressful but it's pretty uh, pretty good and I think we only go around this uh, this carousel once okay so there's me being on a long quite a few minute rant I believe yeah oh my goodness all right let me get into this so we're already <laughs> seven minutes in. uh quick disclaimer I am um, trying to multitask not between my laptop uh, iPad and cell phone but also I do have uh, Matt Berry on in the background to listen to some uh, fantasy football advice because I might need it today. Um, so yeah, I think let's um, let's start going into everything, and then we'll see uh, see what other shenanigans we can get into as we go through. So 
I wanted to get into a couple stats. I had a couple stats that I think are um, just interesting to see. Nothing too concrete in terms of really in-depth yards and touchdowns and all of those things. But just to kind of uh, recap, uh, we got last year and everything going on last year. Last year was a fun um, fun playoff round uh, for everybody. There are some repeat uh, playoff uh, contenders this year, um, including uh, the... Uh, reigning champion, Mr. Uh, Mr. Patrick Bagley. So, uh, you know, certainly there are some folks that were in it this year versus were not in it this year. So for those who, who managed to make the playoffs uh, two years in a row, because I don't want to go back in, in the previous years, and I'll continue to do stats every few years to kind of see where that's kind of coming out. Uh, but let's see. So we talked a little bit about Pat. Um, you know, he's the reigning champion. Uh, he will be looking to uh, contend his title against uh, Kevin Shelley, who is a, um, well, I guess he, he didn't make it last year. No, no, no. According to that, you did not make this last year. Okay, so, but that said, I think there is another interesting stat that um, kind of commingling the leagues, but shockingly enough, in the other fantasy league that a number of the BASers play in, the uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, commissioned by... Uh, the one and only Daniel Begley, who was on in episode one, just, uh, what was that, what was that, two episodes ago, yeah, yeah, he was on, uh, talking about everything, um, in that league, actually, for the playoffs, um, Kevin and Pat are playing in that, against each other in that league as well, so we're actually seeing, they're both playing, so it's very interesting to see who's going to come out on top, is, there, is one going to win, uh, one on one split, two and zero, zero and two. What is the situation going to be? It should be a really interesting thing to see what the uh, overall end result is. So I thought I would share that as I was looking through some of the stats. Um, you know, once again we have uh, OG Ju coming in and, and and making his way into the playoffs rounds. I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know how much he does it every year, but he manages to squeeze his way into the playoffs. And I mean, and with this year, you know, he had a, a, a strong a strong, um, strong record, eight and five. But due to points uh, that were very close, we have uh, Tally and Frank uh, just above him, who are who are getting their uh, first round buys this week. So uh, super interesting there. Um, outside of that, uh, Frank obviously has uh, made it into the playoffs again from his uh, stellar drafting and start sits every week. Uh, we'll get into Frank obviously in, in a few minutes here to talk about the teams uh, specifically. Uh, but overall, um, Frank, Ben, Pat, good work in, in making it uh, to the uh, the second year of uh, playoffs back to back. I wish you all the best of luck as you go towards that uh, plaque uh, trophy. Um, we'll see what uh, what the end results are. I mean, obviously there are some. Um, some new new faces in the uh, in the playoff bracket this week, as I mentioned, Kevin. Uh, he had a strong effort this year with a with a strong eight and five. Also contending for a, a bye, but due to points, you know they're obviously a way to separate now that we don't no longer have any divisions. So congrats, Kelly, and uh, what 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 is the Kelly? That's it, Kelly. Kevin Shelley. Jesus Christ. Um, Congrats on making it to playoffs there, and you know uh, I'll send you a, a text that says, uh, "What is it? What are you saying every week? Best of luck or good luck with the football and 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 goalpost." I mean, I guess it's better than Jeremiah. Um, haven't seen much of him that much this year, but I'm hoping to uh, as we go through the playoff season. 
you know, outside of that, I also have uh, the younger brother making it to the playoffs rather than sitting in the consolidation bracket. So uh, Kyle has uh, managed to squeeze his way into the playoffs somehow, despite injuries and despite how his team may have uh, performed throughout the course of the year. But he was one of the teams that, you know, obviously from a, a seven to six standpoint managed to make it into the um, the playoffs. So, you know, seven, seven and six was the number to kind of squeeze in and see where everything would everything was at from that standpoint so um there weren't anybody with seven and six in the consolidation bracket nope everyone in the consolidation bracket is six and seven okay so as we do in the email uh, i'm going to try to think off the top of my head as best as i can and start talking about some of the uh Teams that are that are in the playoff brackets. I mean, it's um, it's exciting week one. Um, recording this obviously right before the one o'clock one o'clock kickoff, so it'll be uh, be certainly interesting to see how um, everything pans out. But to everyone that's currently fighting and either on the bye or working this week, um, congratulations on making it to the playoffs. I wish I was in your shoes, but that's not always how it works. So that said, we have two teams on bye, right? So we have uh, Frank Tank, and we have uh, and we have um, Ivan Drago, Andy Talley, strong performance as always um, in the bye weeks this week. So let's start with uh, let's start with Talley before before I, before I get into Frank because you know there's always always good things to say about Frank and go from there. There's so a Talley. Tally always drafts a very solid team. I think Tally's team is one of the teams that we always kind of talk about in the beginning, um, having a having a strong team. Um, certainly, I think some of the players that he took in the first round with with Julio and and Diggs, um, kind of spotty efforts in terms of week to week playing. But you know, we had a, a long streak with Julio Jones and finally getting some touchdowns and always staying consistent. Um, as well as, as Diggs and, you know, being kind of a, a good player. I mean, I think he had a lot of reach players um, that have performed really well. Chris Carson, Adrian Peterson, um, really all strong players from a week-to-week standpoint. Um, from a tight end piece, uh, George Kittle has been been killing it this year. I think he's probably a top-five tight end. So, as you can see, um, you know, looking at his bench, he unfortunately is suffering the wraths of um, – uh, Kareem Hunt's foot to the back of some bitch's head, so he is on the bench, uh, and he also kind of had the uh, the Carlos Hyde debacle for getting traded with Cleveland to Jacksonville. But regardless, Carson and Peterson are strong strong contenders from a running back standpoint. I see them doing pretty pretty well um, uh, going forward in their matchups. Doesn't really mean a goddamn thing this week, but we'll see what happens. Who he's uh, who he's going to be playing uh, next week and how that goes. So. Uh, Tally, I, I know you were in a college bracket last year. Um, it was close, but uh, I think you uh, have a have a good shot based off looking at your team. Uh, we'll see how it all pans out. So, in week two, I think we'll talk about the matchup a little bit more than um, what we're talking about now. Now to Frank. Frank, um, I can't say. I, I mean, there's 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 a lot to be said about your team. A lot of I have a lot of strong feelings about your team. Um, you know, I, I think we we sort of squashed it with the uh, the beef between Connor and, and Bell and some of the scenarios there. Um, I certainly somewhat agree with your thoughts around you know where you should draft the handcuffs, etc. Um, 
you know, I just think that you are uh, passionate when it comes to those types of confrontations. So, um, if you win, I mean, certainly it's the commissioner's job to make sure that the picture for that plaque is very, very uh, synonymous to the way that that league or that year went. So, don't be surprised if there's a hashtag just like we had with Pat last year, but it won't be saying winning. Um, regardless, that aside, um, team is a team, a bunch of studs on your team. I mean, there's nothing you can really, really talk about other than uh, Christian McCafferty, who I could have potentially traded for via that text, but I missed out on that. Um, I thought uh, Bell would have played, but go figure. Um, he's been absolutely incredible this year throughout the course of uh, every week. I mean, he's just been a solid number one running back uh, from a PPR standpoint. I see Aaron Jones, a slot who's come alive in the past four weeks. Uh, you know, that was a great pickup earlier on. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of depth to your team, for sure. Um, you know, certainly the injury bug is biting your team this week. Um, well, luckily you're on a bye. So, I mean, I guess I guess the, uh, the, fates, the fates are still working in your favor. Um, we'll see what happens with, uh, with Connor in, in, in week two of the playoffs as well as Beckham. Um, but overall, you know, really strong team. You got Tyler Boyd in the bench. You got Spencer Ware picking him up, using the fab, smart holding on to those, the, those, uh, those dollars towards the end. And, you know, from a, from a quarterback standpoint, you can pretty much battle between Trubisky and, and Wilson. I mean, again, doesn't really matter much this week, but, um, it's a strong team, you know, and whoever you're going to play in week two is going to have uh, going to have their hands tied a little bit in terms of uh, in terms of the matchups. Just see what happens with the um, you know with the uh, uh, players that are out. What we got going on here? Jordan Howard. Okay, good. Um, so Tally and Frank, uh, well deserved bye weeks. Uh, strong finishes to the regular season uh, with both eight and five records. It's uh, it's a, it's a good thing to to see. Um, so certainly. Now we go into the matchups. We go into the matchups between each of the playoff teams. Uh, who do we think are going to win versus who do we think are going to lose um, overall? It should be pretty close games. So if I'm looking at the projections right now and speaking with, uh, with Patrick and uh, Kevin's team, uh, projections um, are not in Kevin's favor, really. I should just take back what I just said. But, um, so... You know, it's, uh, we should certainly see, sorry, I got all types of, uh, in that, okay, T.Y. Hillen is in. Okay, I got to worry about what's going on with my team here. So, let's take a look at who do we think is going on with the, um, the playoff bracket here between Kevin and Patrick. I don't like the way this layout looks like on my, uh, computer. Okay. Guess that's just going to how, how it's going to have to be. Hold on a second. Time out. Okay, here we go. There we go. All right, quarterback preview. We got Ryan versus Rodgers. Um, definitely take Aaron Rodgers there. Hopefully he has a, a, a bounce-back game and he gets back to himself for, for Kevin's sake. If he gets uh, three touchdowns and 300 yards, I think that will help him out. Um, surely the, the, the quarterbacks are facing off, so we'll see what's going on there. Uh, as far as the rest of Kevin's team goes, um, you should have some good production with uh, Hopkins and Allen, I think, based off their matchups Indian in Cincinnati. Herndon's going to be a strong play. Um, running backs, definitely going to – you're going to struggle there, I think. So that might be where, where your downfall is. So hopefully with your, uh, with your studs and your running back and your quarterback, 
you're going to have some uh, some some good plays there. Uh, hopefully, in terms of getting points, we'll have to see. Uh, good news is you have Rashad Penny uh, playing Monday night. Do you have any other players that you could potentially play there? Um, I don't know. We'll see what we'll see what happens in regards to uh, your team and how they're scoring performs against Pat. And a much stronger running back core with, with Mixon and Cohen. Uh, however, Mixon playing the Chargers this week, we'll have to see if he's able to sustain some of his 10-plus uh, point PPR performance the past few weeks. Uh, Cohen should be, uh, should be a, a good play. Uh, he should still catch the ball out of the backfield. And then you got Adams, so you kind of counteract uh, Aaron Rodgers with, with Kevin. Uh, so that's a good thing. Um, and I believe Devontae Adams is, is going to be a, be a stud today. Should have a good good performance. Uh, Matt Ryan, you know, we'll see how he does. Uh, Green Bay's defense obviously is not that great, but we'll have to uh, we'll have to wait and see. You know, in regards to if you're going to be uh, laying an upper decker against uh, Kevin, or if Kevin is going to uh, shit on your chest. I don't know. It'll be uh, one thing that we'll have to wait and see. Uh, it looks like. Kevin has a performer on Monday night, so this won't be decided until the end of the week. But, uh, um, you know, certainly that's an interesting matchup. matchup. I know Pat's got, a, Pat's got some, some points on you right now in terms of projections, but like I always say, I don't believe projections mean, I don't believe projections mean a goddamn thing. Um, I think it's really just something that, uh, you know, is made up based off of, um, based off how the players are performing and the statistics around that. But, yeah, I don't any given Sunday, shit. All right, moving on to the, uh, I'll call it the featured playoff uh, game of the week. Uh, we have, and I'm, I'm being, I'm being uh, somewhat one-sided because it's, it's my brother versus uh, OG Ju. Um, I think it's, uh, it should be an interesting matchup. Uh, obviously, Kyle has had a number of uh, players again uh, from an injury standpoint that have played him throughout the course of the regular season. Um, he's gotten some of those players back into his lineup with uh, Burnett being, you know, the biggest biggest player. Obviously, he has Melvin Gordon out too. So, I mean, really from both of his running back core, um, you know, he's had some some challenges in regards to uh, every, everything keeping it keeping it simple this year. So, we'll have to uh, we'll have to wait and see how Eckler performs. Uh, looks like Fantasy Advice talked about Justin Jackson quite a bit and Eckler was crying cuz he was playing special teams. Um, Overall, we'll just have to wait and see to what Eckler is uh, able to perform against. But, you know, can't say much about Fournette because he did not perform. He only put up 6.1 points against the board. And, you know, now that his, uh, he's back and, you know, running well, he just didn't – he did not perform the other night against Tennessee, who I think is a, is kind of a stealthy, uh, underrated defense for sure. And the points against running back obviously are showcasing that right now. But no fret, the uh, kicker got the same amount of points for him uh, as well. So, you know, you have to make up some room. We'll have to hope that um, Tom Brady does a lot today, uh, throwing, throwing a bunch of touchdowns. He has a good matchup against Miami, so there should be some uh, some upside there. Uh, well, obviously, I mentioned Eckler, the one I want to see. Um, Mari Cooper, unfortunately, I could, you know, really care if he catches the ball at all. But, you know, if, if he does and, and if, if the Dallas – you know, has to score against the Eagles. Hopefully it's maybe just one, you know, touchdown for like 90 yards and that's the only time they score and it's Amari Cooper, so maybe that'll help. Um, Godwin's a good play. Uh, Uzama, 
Uh, we'll have to see. I mean, uh, the Chargers have obviously been good against tight ends, so it's, it's one of those things we'll have to wait and see there. And obviously James White at flex. You know, he didn't have a lot of production last week. There's a lot of stuff going on in that backfield uh, right now. Um, but overall, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things where Honestly, if I'm looking at this, if I'm looking at your matchup versus Ben's team, it's going to be a tough haul. You know, you're really hoping that Fournette came and did something, which he didn't. So, you know, hopefully uh, between Wilson, that uh, is, is, is a dart throw for Ben, but obviously has some upside against, against Denver. You know, if he puts up the same type of six points and you guys have similar production between uh, Eckler and Cook, you know, there really could be some some, some potential close match. Potential close matchup. We'll have we'll have to wait and see. Um, you know, looking at Ben's team, uh, obviously Patrick Mahomes. They're playing Baltimore, so you know at least you got a little bit of a of a, of a of a challenging defense there. But I mean, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he is just really really good. Uh, there's not much more you can say about Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he is just killing. It. He throws laser beam touchdowns. Like it is amazing. I'm so happy he's on my dynasty team. It's a really good thing. Um, so I think he should still have a good game. Um, Dalvin Cook, eh, I don't know. We'll have to see if he's getting more carries. If he gets, if he gets more carries, then he might be in a good place. I mean, Seattle, Seattle's got a tough team, so we'll have to have to, have to see what that is. I'm just noticing how many times I'm saying we'll have to wait and see, so I need to be a little bit more clever in my, my responses here. Tight end, McDonald, Coleman, eh. So, uh, you know, nothing nothing too great in terms of the, the, the way that uh, I see the, the end there from your uh, – tight end and flex matchup just like pat you have a a, a good projection to uh to beat kyle but it's still a it's still a wait and see game uh with uh with all the games starting in, in roughly 20 minutes um so those are the four teams that are playing in the playoff bracket this week let me see if i have any other notes in, in regards to uh regular games yeah 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 the us bowling yeah so uh, best of luck to to those four uh, going forward. You know the good news is that if you uh, lose this game, your season is done. You don't have to worry about potentially battling uh, for your life for the Dong of Shame. Before we get into the Dong of Shame, I, I did want to throw out one other interesting stat that I saw throughout the course of the year that was. Really interesting, and, and I don't, and, I, and again, and this is kind of goes to my opening uh, statement around it being kind of a lackluster year. Uh, there weren't any trades, not one, uh, not one completed trade throughout the, uh, the course of the year. I'm sure there were texts that were uh, sent back and forth. I know I could have potentially, as I mentioned before, traded uh, Le'Veon Bell for McCafferty. I don't know if, if, if Frank would have went through with that trade, but I know there was a text sent to me, and I was like, no, it's okay. Le'Veon Bell's going to come back and be fucking awesome. Yeah, that was um, that was not definitely the case. Uh, but funny, I mean, I obviously see trade offers going through like wildfire in the league of extraordinary gentlemen. I think between all the players that play in both leagues, they probably um, accept trades, send trades more than you can even possibly think. So one of the things I'm thinking is maybe some of those folks that are usually sending trades in BOS are so focus on sending trades to LOEG that it kind of has taken away from a little bit of the trade uh, talks going on in BAS regular season. 
That's okay. I, I, I mean, if you ask anybody in LOEG in terms of the trades that I throw out there, except it's very, very minimal. So I guess it's par for the course and, and the way that the way that the, the BAS league is run, that, you know, no trades, meaning uh, it's a good perception of the commissioner and how he likes to conduct business in other leagues. So um, I just thought that was something good to, uh, to put out there. So as we always, uh, as we always go, we have our playoff bracket, and then unfortunately we have the individuals that they did not have a uh, successful season, meaning they're in the consolidation DOS um, bracket. Uh, your commissioner is part of that, and we'll obviously get into getting to that team uh, in a little bit, but I said my piece, so I'll just briefly kind of go through those details. Um, but kind of a, a couple uh, a couple close calls here. I think Alex throughout you know the first eight weeks was really in a good position, and then his team just started kind of falling apart. Maybe because he uh, doesn't really pay attention to waivers. Maybe because you know his 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 magic fairy dust for being able to pick and draft great players. I know there was certainly some injuries, um, most significantly to his little Cooper Cup, who thought was going to spank uh, me the one week we played. Uh, Thank God I had a little bit of karma on my side from all the ridicule I took that weekend. Um, you know, but I, you know, certainly that was one of the teams where I thought they would have been in the playoff bracket. Again, you know, battling for that. You know, I think another close call was, was Meech. Um, you know, I, I haven't gotten to have him on the podcast yet, but I'm sure he would have some, some words about the fact that his team is good and, you know, that players just score more points against him, all of those things, yip, 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 yip. But, I mean, reality, I was killing you, and then all of a sudden you destroy me with the amount of points. So it's, it, it's one of those things where it, it, every, every week you just don't know what's going to happen. And I think this season specifically there was a lot of unknowns that went into every week. It was very difficult to put lineups in and, you know, obviously have your best starting squad go out there with, uh, with folks on the bench, et cetera. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but overall, I mean, both of you guys are just great, are great contenders um, and always add an element of, of, of fun, whether it's, uh, whether it's Alex and his lack of preparation. But I've been talking to a lot of people about Alex, and, and I think that's all hopes. I think he really is prepping a lot, and everything he does now is more of a, I have to continue with the tradition of me not knowing what the fuck I'm talking about. But I really think he knows what's really going on, so it's... Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, if you're looking, if I'm looking at his team right now, looking at Drew Brees, Saquon Barkley, uh, Kenyon Drake, I mean, both have been, Saquon Barkley has been a stud. You know, he passed over a number of running backs to go with Barkley. I mean, and Drew Brees, another, another, another all-star. I mean, it's, it's a shame that you're at where you're at with the, the record, but I really think that, you know, injuries kind of hurt you a little bit in regards to, you know, everything going on there. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully you don't have to continue to battle for the contention of the DOS. But, I mean, knowing you, you were like, yeah, I love the Donga Shame. It's great. Well, remember, this year, whoever wins the Donga Shame has to do a Donga Shame calendar. What that means is that if you have the big old DOS at the end of this, you're going to have to take a picture every month and put it into a calendar. Right, so seasonal, holidays, uh, taking a shit—it doesn't matter. You just have to be in a picture with the Donald Shane. 
and create that calendar. So we'll see what, what happens and who gets that, uh, that, that, that glorious prize. I mean, I've already discussed this with my wife. She's very uh, excited potentially to be a photographer for some of these pictures. So we'll just have to wait and see. Um, Alex, best of luck. But, you know, overall, Mr. I score a ton of points every week, and I'm looking at his team right now. Between Watson, Elliott, Samuels, Evans, Schuster, uh, I just feel like it's they're all they're all good matchups. I mean, Schuster's going against Oakland. He'll have 20 points. Evans, Deshaun Jackson's out, going against the Saints. Speculative. He should have a good game. Um I don't know. In terms of what the commissioner is thinking on this on this bout, I think I think Meech maybe takes him. What do we got? What do we got projection wise? Okay, it's it's slimmer slimmer than the other projection we've seen. But overall, I mean, it's 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 still it's still uh, still Meech for the taking on that one. So, Alex, you may get your Christmas wish. Um, then to other consolidation bracket contenders, we have Brandon who is the current, um, no, he's not the current. I've been wondering why. Blue Waffle's the current. But yeah, okay, we'll get to that in a second. Um, <laughs> great, great team uh, photo, by the way. I'm on, I'm on the internet on my computer. That's a great picture of Bill Murray in that Rose Bowl. Um, Brandon, I mean, I, you know, again, you are always one of those teams that I feel like you draft really well, but the team, like the pieces just don't come together. You know, if I'm looking at Gurley, obviously has been uh, a significant, I don't know why you didn't pick Le'Veon Bell with your first pick. I mean, Todd Gurley, you know. Anyway, Todd Gurley has obviously been an all-star for you uh, throughout the course of the season. Kirk Cousins has been a, a great quarterback to have. Um, you know, there obviously are some pieces and things that have fallen apart. You have top five uh, tight end with Kelsey, you know, you got Ingram who's been performing. I mean, there's there's certainly some names that you maybe have uh, thrown out there. Julian Edelman hasn't been that great. You picked up Marlon Mack when I dropped him too early. Um, I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to we'll have to see what's what's going on with the team. The more I'm looking at your team now, actually, it like you might be uh, could be uh, a candidate for battling with the DOS. And if I'm looking at it and compared to uh, the DJ's team, I, I don't know. I don't know. It should be. I think it should be. This one should be close. This is definitely going to be. I know you're. I know you project it more, but I, I feel like DJ has a little bit of upside. I think Winston's going to have a good game. Kamara's obviously going to have a good game. Chubb's going to have a good game. Uh, Stills. Uh, I don't know. A couple of the other. I, I feel like the top part of your guys' lineups all look really good, and then I start going to the bottom part and. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things. Oh, I got a text here. Uh, yep. So, I think overall, from looking at these guys, I think this is something where uh, could be anybody's game. I think I'm leaning a little bit to DJ, but it's going to be close. When do we got? Do we got any Monday? Yeah, yeah, we got Monday night quarterback versus Monday night tight end. Oh boy. I don't know. I don't know. I know, you know, I know DJ is not going to be in, in a good place if he if he starts battling for that DOS. But, you know, fortunately enough for both of you, um, the worst teams 
um, are still pretty, pretty bad. So that leaves me to myself battling. Uh, stop at home for a minute. Okay. As we're as I'm recording this, the uh, OG Jew is uh, is texting me saying he's going to be stopping over at some point. There you go. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so getting to my team versus the current DOS holder, Blue Waffle Supreme. I I see Jeremy that you don't have a picture of a um with your team name. I don't know how that how that slipped by, but that's something that we need to. Uh, Need to address um, going forward with the with the OS holder. Um, so, I look at your team, Jeremy, and I look at what I'm facing off against today, and I'm thinking about my team, and I'm thinking about the fact that I think my team has been okay despite the uh, the Le'Veon Bell uh, incident, but. The trend is this, um, while my team puts up good points, I tend to always get beat, so I think what Roethlisberger is going to have 16 touchdowns, so that should just close it out right there. David Johnson, I think, is going to have a good game, unfortunately. Doug Martin, um, is he playing? Do you see anything of Doug Martin playing? Um, I think he's still playing, so he should probably do well, um, Adam Thielen has been a little bit down in the dumps, but he's still able to produce and do 100, 100 plus yards, um, 10 catches. Uh, uh, I guess we'll have to see with, with Robinson, Graham, and Cooks. Uh, I think overall you're just going to kick my ass. I hope that's not the case. And then, uh, of my garbage team, I shouldn't say my garbage team, my team's made up mostly of the Eagles, so we're, we're winners all, all around. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really have a lot to say about my team this year. Uh, maybe that's the reason why I haven't been super into uh, into this league, uh, into the season this year, just because I made a lot of poor selections up front. Actually, some some turned in pretty good. Michelle Mack, you know, I just I, the the format and the way that which I the way I which I would have drafted, regardless of Le'Veon Bell, was was just a mistake. Um, I just made some some really terrible picks, and I felt like I was always reaching. So. Here I am. Um, I'm starting luck over golf because uh, I, I think he's going to have a little bit better game against Houston. I think if the if, if the Rams are going to win against Chicago, but I think it's going to be obviously a, a girly day. Um, Philip Lindsay, I picked him up first week. I'm best best move of the year for me for sure. He's just been a stud, and he's playing San Francisco, so you know, fingers crossed that he gets a lot of a lot of good work. Uh, Josh Adams, and here's my here's my Philadelphia Eagles. Josh Adams, Golden Tate, Zach Ertz, and the Eagles defense. So we're going to you know hopefully uh, do well today and and, and 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 play like we played last week and have everybody involved and everybody having a great time and the defense uh, you know destroying Dak Prescott and rip, ripping his leg off or something along those lines. But Overall, you know, I am projected to lose this match. I believe I'm going to lose this match unless Jeremy gets a bunch of duds. Um, I don't know. We'll have to see. So I know the email. Um, the email is probably a little bit better written. 
and has probably a lot more details to it. I will say that I decided yesterday that I was going to do uh, episode three of the podcast. Uh, I'm going to try to make quick updates um, for everyone to listen to very briefly as we go through the playoff uh, bracket. And um, I'm going to try to do something pretty special for the end of the year around the holiday time. So hopefully that still all transpires and you'll hear some pretty cool uh, insights from that. So I've been rambling now for uh, 40 minutes. Uh, I basically said that, you know, I'm going to do this solo today, but I lied. I have a, a special guest uh, with me here today, um, someone that... I've known pretty much my entire life, uh, despite what many of you think. He actually is uh, a good dude, and he has a lot to say, but we'll see when we get, get him out. Um, I have some questions for him. I have some opportunities for him. Maybe this will be a chance that he really opens up and tells the world how he feels, or at least for the BAS League, how he feels. So... With that said, I have uh, I have my younger, taller, sexier, sexier brother, Kyle. Kyle, welcome to the show. It's good to speak on. up. What's going on? All right. So, quick interview to wrap this up before the games get started. Kyle, describe yourself in, in, in three words or less. That's about all you have to say, and it can't be yes, no, or fuck. You can't say any three of those words. Best guy out there. Best guy out there. Okay, he was close. Close. <laughs> out there, one word, two four, words. Four, four words, yeah. I, I guess you can put out there, put a hyphen in there or something. Um, so obviously, Kyle, we're going to get into, obviously, a little bit of your of your team and some of your thoughts on how everything was going. Let me just pull this up while we're, while we're prefacing it. Um, how are you doing today? You feeling, feeling good? Feeling like an Eagles win? You feeling like we're going to uh, keep moving forward in a positive direction? I don't know. Them Eagles, they scare me. It all depends on how our defense looks. Do we get anyone back? Do we get a? Do we get a, a, a safety back? Nah, I think I think they're saying Jalen Mills is out for the rest of the season. Okay, so that sucks. Let me see what we got here. All right, Joe, buck yourself. All right. So I got your team pulled up, right? You're obviously in the playoffs. So congratulations, yeah, making the playoffs. Thanks, Alex. Uh, Got it over Alex, right? Uh, so, what do you think your overall thoughts on on the team? How you draft it to how they've been panning out to uh, to to what you've been feeling throughout the course of this regular season? I mean, obviously, I feel like there's got to be a lot of emotions. Well, at the team, the draft I liked in the beginning. I liked my two running backs, wide receivers. When I drafted them, I thought would have been good. The the projections at the beginning of the season look good. Uh, you know, having a goat, that was nice. The The weak spot was the tight end, I thought. I mean, week one didn't help that Melvin Gordon and Delaney Walker were pretty much out for an extended period of time. Oh, not not Melvin Gordon, I'm sorry. Uh, Fournette was out for an extended period of time. So that obviously didn't help at all. Uh, I mean, overall, my team, I thought, was, was pretty... Uh, yeah, I think I mean I'm looking at your team. I mean, obviously Fournette has has been a little bit injury prone. Uh, Gordon was 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 killing it. Right? Gordon was good. Yeah, I mean I I drafted Delaney Walker. He was out the first week, and I was never able to get a 
a good a good a good back tight end. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, my, I mean, my, my bench said, players, you know, did their job. A lot of players uh, that have been drafted or uh, that changed teams mid year. Yeah, yeah, Thomas. Uh, my Cooper. top, my top two receivers were switched teams. Thomas and Cooper, your top yeah. two receivers. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. But in the beginning of the season, they, they I mean, Amari Cooper was supposed to be an absolute stud, and there was big talk on Thomas. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It's a shame, like, well, I think for Cooper, Cooper's panned out great for you. I mean, he's done really well to Dallas. Dallas. Thomas, obviously, is trending in the opposite direction, but, you know what, we'll have to wait and see. Um, you start, you're starting Godwin today over Ridley. Yeah. Okay. Jackson's out. Jackson was out last week, and Godwin had a, <clears throat> a hell of a game, so I can't trust Matt Ryan. They look like shit. Fair yeah. enough. And they got two, two other stud receivers on that team. So. Yeah. I feel like Ridley's been, been up in the air all year. I mean, yeah. he's, he has it was been, either, been It's been either between stuff. Chris Godwin or Demarius Thomas. And I, I don't trust Demarius Thomas either. Well, Deshaun Jackson's out, so Godwin's yeah. probably a better play. And I think against the Saints, like I said before, with, with DJ and Winston, is I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna have a, you know, a pretty, pretty good, put a pretty good day. Yeah, hopefully it's a matchup of Week One again where they throw a lot of touchdowns. I just hope we see a lot of touchdowns this this week across all the teams, just to make it in, more interesting from a playoff standpoint. Um, how do you feel about how do you feel about against going your opponent? I mean, Ben, I don't know, man. Is it ben, opponent or opponent? Ben's got a good team. Yeah, I really hope that. Uh, that Wilson guy that he picked up is a bust, but if Patrick Mahomes puts up 50 points like he does just about every other game, I don't know. I mean, the only thing good about that is that they're playing Baltimore, but it doesn't Baltimore's seem got like, a good defense. Doesn't seem like defense is really it's matter. Is home or away? Um, where is it? Home? Yeah, it's home. In Kansas? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't help. It, it doesn't matter. I think it's just in Fat Mahomes, it's like... In fact, he's playing a good defense. He, he might have 30 points and not 50 points. We'll see. Who's he got as receivers? Woods? Yeah, yeah. He's got uh, he's got Robert Woods, uh, Michael Thomas, and um, he, put, he put Tevin Coleman in his flats. He must have just, did he just change that? Nah, that was in there a couple minutes ago. Was it? Okay. Okay, maybe I didn't really pay that that, that close of attention I was looking at it. But he can keep him Tevin in there. Cole- yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Ben. You're not going to hear us beforehand, but I don't know if Tevin Coleman's the, the best thing, and I'm not going to text you about it right now because I'm, I'm mid uh, mid podcast. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, projection projections say it should be. Uh, it'll be close. It, it, it'll be close. Like you um, said earlier, you can't go anything off projection. It doesn't help that uh, Fournette gave me a whopping six points. So yeah, that's that's the thing. That's my kicker almost start. scored more than him, so that doesn't. But help. But you could have Wilson be a, a dud in San Francisco. Yeah. You could have. Um, Coleman be a dud, and you know, so we'll have to just wait and see. Uh, I don't know. Be- best of luck again in the playoffs. I mean, like I said before, at least you're, at least you're not playing for the Dom Shame. Yeah, you know, after last so. year, I squeaked, I squeaked out away from the yeah, Dom Shame. You haven't Shane. been in the, the, the playoffs for a minute. Yeah, well, I, you know what? I think injuries the, the have injuries you. kill me every year. Every year. So, out of the teams that obviously excluding yourself, Ben, Pat, Kevin, <coughs> Tally, and Frank. Who do you think is going to take home the trophy? It's either going to be Frank or Tally. So you think the bye guys? It's, it's too close. They, their teams are are pretty good from top to bottom. I beat Tally though, so 
That's not saying much, but well, you're also in playoffs too. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, if you if you if you win against Ben, then you're gonna have to beat him again. You realize yeah, that, right? So, yeah. um, I mean, that's uh, good. That's good on your on ho- your. Part. Hopefully for Frank that uh, Connor comes back and he's he's okay. And yeah, but Frank also picked up Ware as well. Well, and he yeah. does have he has Aaron Jones too. I mean, I'm looking at his team and, and Frank's team is pretty. Uh, if I was pretty, to say a team, that, a team that would win it today was the final day, I think Frank would win it. Yeah, if it was like if it was less, yeah, actually not this week because Odell Beckham and Connor are both out. So well, yeah, yeah just mean, going off of the year, I would say Frank Frank will win it. But I mean, look at the look at the standings. I mean, it's only there was only what it's eight and five, seven and six, and then yeah, I mean no, six and seven was what the breaking point. So seven seven and six, there was nobody that 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 really stood out. I mean, you had three, was, te- you had yeah. three teams that were eight and five. Ben. Um, uh, Tally and Frank. Yep. But I mean, I mean, the whole year has been close. No one, no one ever broke away. Oh, Kevin, Kevin was eight and five too. I'm sorry. No. Well, we have two hundred seventy-five more passing yards against Raven. Yes, he will. I think he's still gonna have a lot of passing yards. All right. What about now? Remember, I'm your brother. Okay, so you got to think about this answer very closely. From a Donga Shame winner, who has the worst team? I mean, I, you, your team has had good games the whole year. I think, I mean, I hate to say it, but Chicken Nugget, I mean, he's a... Uh, Blue Waffle. But Blue I played him today. You know what's funny? I was actually looking at the... Uh, it doesn't matter. You can still end up in it. Even if you I, beat him today, you can still... Uh, What's that? You'll still be you could still potentially playing for the dong, right? Mm-hmm. If you beat him today, but you lose next week, if it works out a way, uh, yeah, still we always have there. to look at the, uh, the, the the winning and losing. Blue Waffle has not had a good year. No, I don't. I I, I agree with you. Um, Who was his uh, two running backs this year? They started off with uh, the two running backs that he started off with. Give me a second. David Johnson was his first pick, so he's kind of been that, That's whatever. been a, a um, bust for that. Uh, I guess Devontae Freeman was the second. He's on IR. So <coughs> I can't do anything about that. Yeah, when you have two running backs of that <coughs> caliber and they don't do, they don't do anything, is isn't going to be good for him. Well, I don't know, man. I'm also very speculative on my team, too. Yeah, but your team puts up points every week. Yeah, but I, st- I still lose, so hopefully, hopefully I get one of, one of those wins where I need to, you know? Um, you know keep an eye on the clock. Okay, gotcha. Oh, there's Kevin's good luck football thumbs upper. He's excited. He's excited. Okay, we're going to wrap this up. It's 1 o'clock, and I'm going to start um, looking at, the, looking at the, uh, the games here. So, got there. Okay, so it's the holiday time. So it's Q and A. It's it's Q and A time. Um, I have a couple questions for you, so I need to think about this really closely. First question: Favorite Christmas movie? All time. It's got to be Christmas. Uh, va- uh, Christmas uh, Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I love, you know Christmas Story is great, but there, you can't you can't beat uh, Clark. Clark. Can't beat him. What's your what's the, what's your favorite scene and quote from uh, Christmas Vacation? Shitter's full. Shitter is full. Okay. 
Okay, throughout the course of your life, you received a lot of gifts in your time. Favorite Christmas gift ever received? Outside of sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a tough one. Really? All right. Throw out three. Can you do three? Can you do one? You, know, you probably never, you never received a good gift before? Uh, a bike when I was a kid. Kind like of a bike. harrow. What kind of bike was it? I think it was a harrow. Was it a harrow? Or was that yours? Mine was a harrow. I think mine was a mongoose. I think you had a mongoose. Mongoose? You don't even know what kind of bike you had. It's your favorite gift. I do not know. Mongoose? Uh, <laughs> Eagles tickets, I think, for the first game ever going to an Eagles game. The first game ever was a gift. Yeah, it was to from the, your, from it was your to, lovely girlfriend. It was to the Vikings. Right. There was a snowstorm. They canceled it. And then they played it on a Tuesday, and the Eagles got their ass beat by a third-string quarterback. Uh, I can't remember his name, but everyone else probably knows his name. The Vikings' third-string quarterback got their ass beat. Vince Young? No, it wasn't Vince Young. Can't remember. I don't know. We're not, we're not, that, we're not that cool. Uh, my third gift? I don't know. Oh, well, those are two, those are two pretty, uh, pretty good gifts, I think. Yeah. Vikings' yeah. Uh, Eagles tickets? Pretty, yeah. Uh, pretty good. All right. The Ken Griffey Jr. knockoff shoes from you that were horrible. Oh, those were fucking terrible. I will never, ever order something. Well, nowadays, I think you can find those shoes pretty yeah. easily um, with the uh, internet. But, Jesus, those shoes were terrible. That was probably, that was probably one of the worst gifts ever. <coughs> um, Rudolph or Frosty? And why? Rudolph. Rudolph gets fucking bullied right. all of his life. All of his life. Then all of a sudden, he gets picked and he's he's godlike touching i mean i mean that's that's a song they, they should stop singing on the radio too it's all about bullying and it's all about I mean, bull- yeah i mean it's like you know baby it's cold outside like what's that yeah. shit someone should do a remake of rudolph where he just kills off the entire uh reindeers right and just shoots them up in school or something yeah. along those lines. i know for yeah, it's not you're it's a very good point Kyle. i mean there's 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 a good story behind that right yeah. overcoming overcoming bullying and you know yeah but what, what happens with rossi he just melts yeah, he just melts. Doesn't do much. Doesn't do much at all. He's only he's only good when it's when it's cold. That's Pretty it. much. You know, Rudolph can can see through storms because he's got a big fucking bright nose. Yeah. I mean, because they're better. Okay. So this is the uh, this is the shit talk segment. Okay, I need you to <clears throat> bottle up all your emotions, everything that you have, all the think about that Jewish bastard. Cross from you with his gleaming little smirk of a smile. I'm gonna knock him out when he comes inside and change his team. I'm gonna change his team. So okay, Ben's across from you. Okay, he's talking shit on your team, saying all types of shit. Thirty seconds, go. Shit talking. Well, as you know, as a Schwartz, when you talk shit, you lose. So I would just look at him, let him talk shit. Spit in his face and walk away. <laughs> done and done. All right. <laughs> the look on your face when you just like you were so you were so uh, smug about it. I'm gonna spit in his face and walk away. All right. Last question. Your team's coming out of the stadium. Your fantasy football team. They're all pumped, right? Fournette's out there. 
All your all your studs. What song are they coming out to? It can't be Meek Mill. Nah. Can't be Meek Mill. It's a new little song. What song are they coming out to? Hotel California? Nah. Ace of Base? It's probably gonna have to be uh what the hell is that Biggie Small song? Which uh, one? Victory. Victory, yes. That's your jam. Okay. Victory. Well, Kyle, I appreciate the time. Thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah, thank was, you. It was, I got a lot more out of you than I would have anticipated, so that's a that's a good thing. You want to go uh, turn on the uh, the red zone? Yeah, we're watching I, girls baseball right now. We're watching women's basketball. That's exciting. Um, all right, guys. We didn't have the email, but we got an hour uh, podcast out of this. Um, and that's a little... Uh, like 860 something 865 um, <laughs> I know it's a little uh, little drab I know there's a lot of repeat I'm saying a lot of the same old stuff um, but I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, the playoff uh, recap hope you guys listened to this I'll send out a text letting you know that I uploaded it um, best of luck to everyone playing today uh, hope your teams all do well and the fantasy gods are with you um, if I don't speak with any of you guys uh, prior to holidays, which I should because I said I was going to do more of these podcasts, so I won't say anything now, but enjoy the time with family. We get these last couple weeks of the year. Um, have fun buying Christmas gifts and thinking of cool ideas for uh, your family members, friends, and uh, you know, kids, all of us. Chris Holland, really a touchdown? You guys are great. I love you all. Um, thank you for being part of this league. And thank you for uh, for all being with oh. us. Oh shit. Okay. All right. I'm gonna start getting very distracted. So, guys, have a good uh, good rest of your uh, day week, and uh, I will be uh, I'll be talking with you all soon. Peace out.